0: at that smooth line look at that good mic sound um i have a yeah uh welcome everyone i have a pop filter now on a nice microphone and it's made me physically stronger um this is the one that joe rogan uses probably so <laughs> probably um, yeah probably um and uh you know even if you hate all the words that he says uh, i mean he sounds pretty good on there you know, he's my neighbor
1: thing. now. Sorry? He's my neighbor now.
0: Joe Rogan is your
1: neighbor? Yeah. He just moved to South Austin. Or Austin.
2: Wait, like, how? literally your neighbor? Like, how no, neighbor No,
1: no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm no. I'm not rich enough to live in the same zip code as him. <laughs> that's <laughs> fair. I
2: just, I just, that's astounding if he would have, like, <laughs> heard what Nirav said just because he is quite literally next door to you. <laughs>
0: Oh my god, that would be incredible. And then we could have gotten him, him on as a guest and sort of canceled ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> um well, yeah, we so know. We need that publicity. Uh, all right, well, welcome everybody to Gamebusters. This is a podcast from gameluster.com. I am your host Nirav, and I'm joined as always by my lovely co-host Ree. Howdy. And we are joined today by Kate from Gameluster.
3: Hey y'all.
0: And Chelsea from Real World. Hello, hello. So yeah, welcome everyone. Um, Let's uh, let's jump right into it because we're on a a little bit of a tight schedule today. But um, we're going to be talking about Stardew Valley today. So uh, to get into the mood, uh, let's all head to the Hall of Fame, Lester. I've I think we've all I don't know if we've all come to the conclusion here. Chelsea, I don't know if you're up to date on the lore. Um, (laughs) Ish. oh, oh, Oh yeah. Um. Right now, we've actually purchased about a hundred square miles of space on the moon from Elon Musk, who is the owner of the moon. And, and... A big fan wait, of the
3: show. so does that mean we have a moon on the moon? Because I know the moon from Majora's Mask is in the Hall of Fame Luster. The moon. I think he's he is both the Hall of Fame Luster
2: and in the. We hall have of a Fame small Luster.
0: replica of of him in the hall as well, but we are on okay. top of his head. That's correct. <laughs> um. Yeah. yeah so great. we're. Um, I don't know if everyone else has come to the same conclusion, but whatever farm we elect to put in there is not going to do very well on the moon's surface. Um, I- I am proposing- I- I- don't- I'm proposing a biodome situation.
2: Yeah, with- with proper maintenance, I feel like we can make this work. It's not impossible.
0: No, no, absolutely not. Um... Uh, okay, so we are going to vote today. We're going to try and figure out what the best video game farm is, and I've left that sort of open for interpretation. I wonder if anyone got weird with it. So, um, Chelsea, why don't you kick us off? What What is the best video game farm?
1: Video game farm? I mean, I, to be honest, I haven't played a whole lot of different, of you know, this genre, so I mean... I would say Stardew Valley is the best. Oh, the
0: wow. Farm. I mean, okay. like, I know
1: that's what the episode is about, but like. So
0: you're you're the person who, like, wears a, like, a, a Leonard Skinnerd shirt to a Leonard Skinnerd concert.
1: Well, why would you wear someone else's concert shirt to their concert? You know what I mean? Like, I
0: actually don't know about other stuff, but, like, in, in rock slash metal music, it's, like, actually bad form to wear the shirt of the band you're going to see. You should wear a shirt of a different rock band.
1: Interesting. What? See,
3: the not... only sh- concert I've ever been to is Fallout Boy, and everyone was wearing a Fallout Boy shirt.
0: <laughs> I don't know if I'd include that in my, my grouping list, but yeah. <laughs> um, I was
3: I was trying to be relevant, and I've only oh ever you're been good, to no you're concert. fine.
0: <laughs> like like when I went to see like uh like Bullet for My Valentine, I was like, okay, better wear this Metallica shirt, you know.
1: <laughs> like interesting.
0: That. Yeah. Um. Anyway, but um. Okay. Let, I'll just we'll put it in Stardew Valley now. Let's see how it let's see how it fares. Um, Alright, Kate, what about you?
3: Well, I was actually considering nominating specifically my Stardew Valley farm. Uh, <laughs> that would Gar- be good. Specifically, Garrig Mock Farm, in which I have about 200 hours Is that, on that the name of the alone. Fire
0: Emblem house?
3: Yes, I'm Farmer Edelgard on Garrig Mock Farm. Ugh. But don't ugh at me. <laughs> but anyway. I will actually nominate, because Sardu has been said, I will nominate Lon Lon Ranch from various uh, Legend of Zelda games. Very Uh, Lon Lon Ranch is owned by a fat, lazy man named Talon and his really adorable daughter, Malin. They produce the best milk in the world, and in several incarnations, it is home to Epona, the best horse in all of video gaming. So, I mean, I feel like just for being Epona's home, it is therefore the best farm.
0: And if you do want to see all the best horses in video games, I believe Kate has an article up on Game Luster where you can go I see just that the top 10 horses. Though <laughs> so um, I kind
3: of spoiled it just now by
0: saying. Yeah, sorry about that, guys. <laughs> <It's a problem.
3: laughs> we'll
0: put, put in can a spoiler now find warning. Out
3: yeah, find out what horses are almost as good as a pona. That's how you should sell it. There you go. <laughs> but yes, Lon Lon Ranch is the best video game farm because it is home to a pona, it is home to delicious milk, and in Ocarina of Time, you can race an evil man who looks like Luigi and thoroughly humiliate him. Everything you need in a farm.
0: <laughs> that is all the things I need. All right, Re. what about you?
2: Okay, um I went with see I'm not sure this is a farm, but I'm just gonna say it is uh the Chow Garden in the Sonic Adventure games. Uh,
0: uh, okay, I'll pu- I mean, I'll put it in. Defend defend you're... yourself, please.
2: Okay, so it's an area where you raise some non human creatures and there is grass there. Um I feel like that meets the criteria of a farm. Um ignoring that one of the chow gardens actually doesn't have any grass, but
0: so if I Isn't have two if farms? I have two cats and a lawn, am I running a farm?
2: Yes, you are. If you want to, it's it's all about what you want. Um, I'm I'm I don't actually have an argument to support this. I just really like the Chow Garden. And I do love I the Chow Garden. Want to talk about it, and I want it in in more games as well. Why did they ever drop that feature? I spent so the, many again, hours I will, lo- looking after the chows.
0: I will again say that maybe the greatest, and I'm not exaggerating, maybe maybe the greatest crime against all of humanity is that. There is not a Chow Garden mobile app. Like how?
2: I know it's it's insane. Oh, that it would, would actually do so well. How? But okay, so the reason I went with the Chow Garden is because I was never like too into like Farm Simulator games. But I think it was like sort of the same process with me in the Chow Garden. I would spend ages on it. I would look after little chows. I'd get one of each, which would unfortunately mean having to abuse some of the chows so they get like the evil colors. I don't know why that was a feature. That was really weird. <laughs> um but yeah i feel like it meets the criteria of a farming simulator all right i say so okay
0: well your word is law um uh okay so mine is a little bit of a, a deep cut i don't know maybe one of you will remember it um from uh spyro Ripto's rage there is a stage called robotica farms where all the farmers are like robots that taught like this and they're all wearing like big hats. Oh, that's <laughs> that's a good one. and then there's yeah. like you know robot beetles and they're like all the robot bees have stopped making robot honey can you help us <laughs> you know um, oh that was a good one yeah uh yeah so like uh, that that has some real like you know down home farm vibes to me um <laughs> But uh, yeah, okay. So let's let's uh, let's get to the voting. Chelsea, you get two votes. Um, you can distribute them anywhere, including your own. Where would you like them to go?
1: I mean, I'm gonna have to give you both of mine, just because for the voices you just did. Well, how did you? <laughs> very on brand as far as your taste level goes, I think. So that's where I'm yeah. gonna put mine.
0: No, well, actually, wait. Didn't didn't Axel's law prohibit this very thing of giving two I votes? Think, to... I think. Well, I think he Axel's gave two. Well, well, okay, he gave two votes it's... to himself. Yeah, and I feel like.
2: The problem is we're not very good lawmakers, so we, we leave so many loopholes <laughs> that people keep exploiting
0: them. Look, so we're gonna
2: have to uh we're gonna have to add like
0: Chelsea's. Chelsea's law states that you can vote for other people twice.
2: Yeah, there we go, nice. Wholesome. All right.
0: Um and what was Jess's law again? <laughs> that you can't um, you can't bring two entrants to the Hall of Fame once <laughs> Yeah. <last year? laughs> Yeah, because you don't know the other entrance. You think all you think all the rules you've made are very sound until everyone starts breaking them. Um, my
3: favorite law is Cole's Law. It's a thinly sliced cabbage with mayonnaise on it. Oh my gosh, oh my, that's nice.
0: <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, Kate, where are your votes going?
3: Uh, obviously, one for Stardew Valley and one for Lon Lon Ranch. Okay
0: um re where are your votes going
2: okay um i'm throwing one to long Long ranch just because yeah opponent uh-huh. best horse um and another for robotica farms because you remind me that um spyro 2 exists and that made me very happy
0: that is good that is good to remember um i uh am uh long long Lon ranch is just a classic man that's a good one i can't believe i didn't think of that um all right I give one there, and then I'm going to give one to myself so that I still win. Um...
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Nirov wins again. Is anybody
0: surprised? <laughs> this is only the third time I've won in, what, 24 episodes?
3: I just keep being on episode you win, I think. <laughs> um,
0: good all luck, right. Chum. Welcome. Well, actually, one good thing here is that we may not need the Biodome at all. Um, Robotica Farms seems like it might be able to, you know, persist Uh out in the uh, cold uh, reach of space actually. Yeah
2: I mean robot honey I feel like can thrive without oxygen. So we yeah, should did be you guys okay. know
0: that robot honey actually stays good forever? Oh wow. wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah it never goes bad.
3: I wonder if you mixed lawn lawn milk and robot honey if that would taste good.
2: Oh um, okay. Maybe because yeah. one of them one of them needs oxygen the other one doesn't. So that's anyone... that's interesting
0: don't know if anyone recalls on, um, in, in Majora's Mask, the milk bar, where you just, like, Link just goes to the milk bar and drinks, like, eight gallons of milk and just gets fucking oh. wasted.
3: I remember that. I spent so much time in the milk bar. I...
0: <laughs> it's just good vibes in there, man. I
3: played Link as just a milk addict, apparently. <laughs> Why aren't milk bars
2: a real thing, you know? Like...
3: I mean I think cafes can be milk bars. There was one but... in Hokkaido where I lived in Japan. There was absolutely a milk bar. Really? Really? Yeah, Hokkaido is famous for dairy. There was a milk bar and like you could sample like different milks from different farms that had different levels of creaminess. You could do like chocolate, strawberry, banana milk.
2: Okay, well I'm mad I... now because I live in peak farmer land and we don't have this.
0: Yeah, I'm from Georgia. <laughs> <laughs>
2: What well, what is Georgia? It's pecans all the way down. Of <laughs> Isn't I mean I don't I don't know uh, America very well. Isn't Georgia all about them peaches?
0: Okay, yeah. listen to me. Nirov uh, lived
3: in Buck country.
0: I am in <laughs> Buck country, first of all. But uh I also okay, I am originally from South Carolina, which is a state next door, Ree, and and uh, It is
3: the inferior Carolina to North Carolina where I currently am.
0: That's incorrect. Um, you guys are so haughty up there. you got you guys are the Eagleton to our Pawnee.
3: oh, oh take that back.
0: Um, I'm speak-
2: speaking a different language right now. M- what <laughs> is we- this?
0: You' not see I guess you haven't seen parks and Rec. Um, but oh, uh, no uh, okay South Carolina actually is the is the real peach state. We export like three times as many peaches every year as Georgia does but Georgia somehow claimed the title of peach state even though their peaches are fake news.
1: <laughs> they're just better at marketing south carolina they are better.
0: better at marketing we don't we don't have look listen we don't have a lot going on in south carolina okay just like
1: better
3: than us we sell tobacco which is a terrible crop that's true you guys are tobacco for... slash
0: venus flytrap country
3: oh god, oh god, god don't talk... even get me started on the venus flytrap black market
2: <laughs> if, we, if we're going to talk about who has the worst um like output to society my county is responsible for Ed Sheeran, so I'm sorry about that.
0: <laughs> ah, that's interesting. Chelsea, what do you, you guys do oil?
1: Yeah, our, like, mo- <laughs> most of our economy is, like, based on oil and gas, so, you know. Black gold, Texas tea. Exactly.
0: Incredible. Um, well, I guess we've all farmed our own sort of contributions to society um, here. Uh, great. Uh, oh, boy. All right, let's move on to Bustums. Uh, so this is our main segment. We're gonna talk about Stardew Valley today. So yay, yes, yay. <laughs> um, I've been
3: bugging the off to do a Stardew episode for months.
0: That's correct. Um, yeah,
3: Kate's a little bit of a fan. A little bit
0: Just of a little. fan. Like a yeah. Not I don't I don't know. Like there. You know what? As scary as it is to say, I'm sure there's like more hardcore fans out there.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, oh, God, absolutely. That is, that's a scary thought.
0: <laughs> it is um so I'm gonna walk a little bit through the history and we'll just you know get some some uh, interjections and thoughts from y'all uh and uh, talk about it like kind of the game itself at the end there so yeah this uh so this game if anyone somehow hasn't heard of it I think you have I I think there's literally no way you could have found this podcast and not know what Stardew Valley is um so uh, this game was actually I did not know this was developed completely alone by a concerned ape who was a nickname for Eric Barone. Um, he built this entire game on his own. So he graduated from the University of Washington, Tacoma with a degree in CompSci and he wanted to make games but could not find a job in the industry. What? A-, a millennial being unable to find a job in the industry in which he has a degree? It's inconceivable. Oh boy.
2: <laughs> Can't imagine that right now.
0: <laughs> it's never happened to anyone, especially not me. Um,
2: no, especially, No one in this podcast can relate at all.
0: I have not at all. Yeah, no, no,
1: never.
0: Chelsea, at least you got a job in like our field.
1: Yeah, but remember that time between when I graduated and when I was found my current job, and I was like a kayak guide. That, <laughs> I liked that. Part, that, <laughs> <though>. was <some laughs> that was some <laughs> bullshit.
3: So I, uh, I, I halfway around the world to find a job after I graduated.
2: I might have to do that. It's not a bad shout. Right now, I've just applied to be a teaching assistant, and I did a degree in journalism. So I'm a little bit far off there. Got to love 2020.
0: I'm closer than I have been before because my I have a master's degree in environmental (laughs) science, but like I'm a I'm an urban planner. That sort of involves some of the same things a little. My
3: degree is urban, and I live in the American South.
0: Okay, well. Okay, yeah,
2: you're a little bit far off there.
0: But we have so many pecans here.
1: Cons are overrated. I'll just say it. The worst Whoa. pie. The worst. <laughs> Do pie. not ever
0: come to Savannah.
3: <laughs> yeah, I actually true. I have been to Savannah. Their pecan pie is good.
0: Yeah, we got good stuff here. Um, all right. So, um, yeah, like, so he couldn't find a job in his field, and he ended up working as an usher in a Paramount theater in Seattle, just just to make things, you know, make ends meet. Um, he also wanted to make something on his own for his portfolio, so that we you know when something came along like he would have something to show a potential employer and he also was just like i'm dying inside like i'm you know he was like kind of depressed like i need to fulfill myself a little bit and so that's when he began working on stardew valley so i have always found this and i I feel like the thing is that i've asked this question many times aloud what if this was good what if i made this good instead (laughs) um like whenever i see somebody who makes a bad video game i'm like why didn't they make a good one instead you know And that's—I
3: don't think Stardew Valley is a bad game.
0: No, no, I I didn't either. That's not what I'm saying. The the reason he created Stardew Valley is because he looked at Harvest Moon and he said, "Why didn't somebody do that good instead?" And he he just Uh. kept asking himself basically over and over again, like, "All the stuff is there in Harvest Moon for it to be a good game. Why why didn't they just make a good game? I could make a better game than them." And then he did. Um. And it was just like literally like I would I wanted to make a good version of Harvest Moon. <laughs> um, so I think that's a pretty good flex there. I'm I'm excited about that energy that he brought to that. You know. Yeah, um, I feel like
2: we could we could learn something from that. I feel like yeah. Game Lust should recreate Cyberpunk. You know.
0: What if we made Cyberpunk but it was good? Um, yeah. And it worked. What, and it worked on the consoles what, that they sold it on. Um,
2: yeah. Like yeah. Revolutionary.
0: So. Um, he also took pieces of inspiration from Animal Crossing, Rune Factory, Minecraft, and Terraria, which are all sort of you know in the similar genre of like kind of these sim games. Um, so he actually uh, was maybe the only person to use Steam Green screen, yeah, Steam Greenlight. Do you guys remember Steam Greenlight?
3: Nope. Oh yeah. It's a name I haven't something. heard in a while. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: it was basically a program where you like put out little demos and news flashes for people, and you would gauge interest in like if your game was going to be good or not. Um, And it obviously didn't end up working very well, and they discontinued it like seven years ago. But um, yeah, in like 2012, he did the Steam Greenlight thing with like a, a demo for Stardew Valley, and he received like a ton of support. People went crazy. And so he began working with like directly with the Reddit and Twitter communities to build the best version of the game with everyone's help. So like he would like post updates all the time and be like, what do you guys think of this? And then like, people would tell him like oh do this or this instead and he'd be like okay just like the whole way through development oh, wow.
3: stardew valley concept art especially character concept art is is very interesting to see because my personal favorite character almost had short hair and that would have just been a.
0: Comment. which one is that
3: elliot yeah that one, one is that wouldn't be the shack on the, the
1: beach
0: sorry
3: He's the like po- like poet, the author who lives in a shack on the beach, and he has this beautiful long hair, and that's why I marry him in every playthrough. But he almost had short hair, and it would have
1: been a crime.
0: Now, Chelsea, you said that would have been good.
1: No, I said no, that's good that they didn't do that.
0: Oh, it's good that they didn't yeah. do that.
3: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Game Luster is well aware of my preference for long-haired men. <laughs> well, this
2: is news to me, Kate. You know, you hide it so well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I've never I've
0: never seen you talk about Geralt or anything, so I wasn't able. Oh, to yeah. really come to that, you know. <laughs> um, like
3: I've considered doing a top ten long haired men list, but it would just be Geralt
1: ten times. So, uh, I mean, it's it's not wrong. Yeah, someone sure. agrees with. Right. Either. Yeah. My husband. Both of, your,
0: both of your husbands have very short hair.
1: My no, my <laughs> Ryan has long hair now. You haven't seen him in what? a while. What? Yeah, Ryan has long hair. It's like the is this same like line when he, he's trying to grow? his like, that- well, mine keeps trying to grow his out,
3: and then he goes and visits his mother, who then is like, "Cut your hair! You won't be allowed back mm-hmm. in my house no
0: more." Ooh. I do have the best version of that uh, energy, which is when I, when me and my brother were like in high school and like we like started growing like facial hair and stuff. My mom would get if we like didn't shave, like my mom would get mad and be like, "Go shave! You look like a terrorist!"
1: <laughs> oh my god! Oh, oh god. my god! Um, oh,
0: which is pretty good. So, um, yeah. She wasn't wrong, I guess. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Oof. Oof. Anyway. So, um, yeah, after he's been developing the game for a few years, Chucklefish approached him, and they offered to publish the game, and then they took over all the non-development activities for Stardew Valley. Um, A lot of people wanted him to do early access for this, and he decided this wasn't the right game for it. Um, but once he went into development, he spent four full years on it and he ended up building all those systems from the ground up over and over again. He, he said he actually built and tore the game completely down again, maybe like eight or nine times. Like he was never, ever satisfied with the product he made and just made a new game over and over. Um, wow. But he, he spent at least 10 hours a day working on it with no breaks. He never took a day off. Jesus. Um, he did all programming, all music and all art and everything
3: that's dedication Wh- whatever you think about the game you gotta say that's dedication did
0: you guys see the movie soul yet
3: not yet nope
0: i think okay uh, there, there's a whole thing in there i think that i think he might be one of those people that gets kind of lost in 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 what the thing they're doing is and gets sent to the sands <laughs> of lost time <laughs> i mean i
3: so haven't seen it been, it because I've been busy playing stardew valley <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I was about to make a less favorable
2: comparison and just say this is like the good twin of like Yandere Simulator or something. Like all, I feel like all the <laughs> well, you know, because Yandere Simulator has been like in production hell for about a million years. Uh, he th- claims to work on it like a million hours a day because he doesn't hire anyone. But like this is the version where it went well. Um, oh. it's like a, like two different dimensions of like the same project of like
3: joined
2: our universe you're right stardew valley
0: is yandere simulator um
3: if you consider like just a few weeks ago he dropped a major major content update in the form of version 1.5 and he was like he was telling the fan base like oh it's not gonna be until like i've got so much work to do it's probably gonna be like early to mid 2021 and then i think it was december 22nd or 23rd he goes like haha merry christmas here y'all go
0: Nice. Yeah. We'll, we'll we'll get to the 1.5 update at the end there. Um, so he said he wanted to make like a real world message, and he also wanted the game to be playable forever. Um, which
3: it is. Which I think. He, I... Yeah.
0: I, I from what I've heard, he was successful on that front. Um, I have
3: 300 hours in it, and that's low.
0: Yeah. Oh my God. Chelsea, Chelsea, where are you sitting right now?
1: I'm I'm around 100. Okay. But that's not I bad. don't think my count is accurate because I feel like I've played a lot longer than that. Same. I feel like there's like something happening with specifically this and um, Animal Crossing. I feel like they don't measure time, but I'm probably just making that up in my head. So, anyways. Mm.
0: Um. All right. Let's see here. So, he also was like very adequate, or sorry, adequate, adamant um, about the fact that he he did not want anyone to like mid max this game. He did not want people making spreadsheets and trying to find the best and most optimized ways to do stuff. He wanted everyone to. Learn it organically and just kind of chill. And if, you know, things went wrong, things went wrong, you know? But he but he was... That didn't happen. <laughs> I don't yeah. think. People are very into spreadsheets. There are good crops and bad crops. Yeah. And
3: then there are tomatoes.
0: And then there are the ugly crops.
3: No, there are tomatoes. Tomatoes are worthless. No, I'm kidding. Tomatoes are fine. They're just one of the least optimal crops.
0: Okay. Um... So he also originally, in some versions of this game, he was making there was stuff where you had to raise animals and you could butcher them for meat on the farm. But instead, like oh. people, but people didn't like that, and so he just kind of changed it so you can adopt them.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm
3: just I imagining would never, that never this... do that to my ten cows all named Hubert.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's just the cutest game. Why was that even? I'm just
3: trying to imagine that in the cute little.
2: And that's what world. you do on a
0: real farm. You I don't know what to tell no. you.
3: Okay, actually, no. no. now my, they produce my... milk and you make it into cheese and they're much more profitable if you keep them alive. <laughs> See, I think um, my boyfriend's
2: living like the real Stardew Valley life because his family have a farm and they have, like uh, I want to say, 10 sheep. And they got them so that they could like sell them for meat. But then they got to attach for them, to them and now they just have names and live with the dogs and it's really sweet. Um, so they just have the best life of any sheep ever. Um, he's just made Stardew Valley, like, IRL. Good
0: for him. Huh. That's really good. Chelsea, you have your own sort of farm going on, though, in your I home. I do,
1: yeah, in my, in my home. Uh, a farm of cats and dogs and birds, but, you know. Ooh. Aww.
0: It's like a, a, it's a menagerie. Yeah,
1: we That's have no, please five, don't tell me you, you don't sell them for meat, do you? Just no, we that. don't. D- they... Don't hurt
0: Chewy, <laughs> I will kill you.
1: I feel like they would taste very gamey. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have two
3: cats, but sometimes it feels like I have ten because one of them is still a kitten and very loud.
0: Oh boy. Hmm. I'm looking. Okay. There's Ellie's per. Oh no. Ellie's made eye contact. Oh no. <laughs> uh, okay. So he, all of us um... are
3: a bunch of nerds. Does does everyone here have a pet? Are they all named nerdy things?
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah.
0: Yeah, jo- I mean, Chelsea, could you just go and rattle off some of the names of your, your friends there?
1: So the cats are Han and Leia, mm-hmm. uh, and the Aww. dogs are Chewy and Frodo, and then uh, the bird Aww. is Elmo. <laughs> oh,
2: that's too sweet. Oh, God, my, oh, it's reminding me. When I was a my kid, cat's name I is had... When, yeah, when I was a kid, um, I was allowed to name our cat that we adopted, and I feel like my mum really regretted that, because the name I came up with, uh, bear in <laughs> mind, this, the last name had to be Bevan, because she was part of the family. Um, but then I proceeded to call her Coco Bandicoot SpongeBob Bevan. Oh, and oh, that, is that is a lot of
0: syllables. Did you then, say that one, whole thing every time?
2: Um, not every time, but the funny thing is the vets did. Uh the vets would read out the entire thing in the waiting room. Um uh, so that was that was that was wild. Um and then when my mum uh, met my stepdad, we made it double syllable, so it was Coco Bandicoot SpongeBob Bevan Osborne. Uh just to be completely extra about it. I was not allowed to name any further pets. Did so you guys play that. that Crash that Bandicoot
0: sense. spinoff, Coco Bandicoot, Spongebob? I was really <laughs> surprised by how good it was. It was really good actually.
3: I mean, it's still awkward when we take our little girl to the vet, and they're like, uh, Spot, Whiskers, Fido, Ardenazunia.
0: <laughs> See, that's why I wanted to go a little more low-key. Like, Ellie is named, uh, of course, after Ellie from The Last of Us, a, a decision I came to regret uh, soon after. Um, but um, I think her character sort of developed in much the same way as, as the uh, her namesake, interestingly.
3: Oh, I named my um. cat after a attention, a showboating, attention-grabbing villain. And yeah, while she may not be a villain, she loves attention.
0: Oh, um. All right. So, uh, uh, what was I talking about? Yeah. So, um, so he's getting close to release, and he actually refused to accept pre-orders because he said pre-orders are dishonest. And I was like, I don't. All right. <laughs> sure. Um. And uh, I was like, that's kind of weird. I don't think I've ever heard of anyone doing that before. Like being like, no pre-orders. They're dishonest.
2: Well, that's interesting because you have a lot of, like, consumers say that, but I've never heard anyone in the gaming industry Yeah, exactly. Say, I've never no. heard, like, the
0: salesperson say that.
3: Yeah. I mean, how were, like, what did he mean by dishonest? Like, did he think that people would pre-order the game and not end up liking what they got, or?
0: No, yeah, he, th- he, he thought that the concept of selling somebody a, a product before they actually could get it was, like, a, was a dishonest practice.
1: Huh. Yeah, I don't think I agree with that, but you know I what? Do,
0: I don't think I do yeah. either. But
1: <laughs> I pre-order a lot of stuff sometimes.
0: Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you gotta. Sometimes you'd like to pre-order stuff. Okay. I'm very yeah. forgetful, so... so
1: it's good to just pre-order and then it, it appears one day. It's very nice. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, that's nice. It's like it's like a, a present a from feeling. past
1: you. Exactly.
0: <laughs> um. So he's continually added a bunch of new content, and uh, one of the main things was adding four-player co-op. Uh, interesting note: He actually intended to have four-player co-op from launch, um, but he just wasn't able to do it because of the being the one-man team thing, um, which is understandable. But he said he always intended for this to be a co-op experience. He never really planned on it being a solo thing that you would do. Um, yeah, uh,
3: my current the farm I mentioned, Garrick Mach, that I have so many hours in, is actually built on the Four Corners map, which is the largest of the farm maps that was specifically launched alongside the multiplayer and was really really not intended for one farmer to to run by themselves and i do not recommend it because it is huge and doing my daily chores takes like hours unless i split them up and delegate them to the junimos
0: The, the, the junimos
3: the forest spirits who i get to harvest my crops for me
0: jesus christ all right well please tell me about that later (laughs) i'm
3: gonna have to i'm gonna have to ask uh
2: my partner if that's like that happens in farming i haven't heard of spirits before
0: (laughs) do you think real farms have like helper spirits too
2: i'm asking i'm on it right now
0: all right let me know um so yeah uh in 2019 uh finally eric barone conceded and said i have been defeated by the march of time (laughs) um i am going to hire a team of people (laughs) um and so he did um he's hired a small group of people i think it's three or four people only but um here's a quote from him uh this is going to be a big change for me i've always worked alone and working with a team is a whole new ball game however just as i did with stardew valley originally i'm gonna just go for it and i have faith that i can rise to the occasion and make it work my hope is that a new team will help take care of some of the work or take some of the workload off me so i have enough breathing room to divide my time between my new game and stardew valley I still plan on having a very active role in the future of Stardew Valley and as the originator of all major Stardew decisions and content. And there are many aspects of development which I'll never be okay with handing to another, like music or writing. But when it comes to programming, fixing bugs, administrative or business work, or even pixel art, I think I'd be okay with having some help. Um, so, yeah, like, I, I I, gotta say, like, this dude is on a whole other wavelength for me. I, I, can't, I can't vibe with anything he's saying here. Please let <laughs> everyone else do everything for me. <laughs>
2: Well, yeah, I've got to say that he's, it's insanely admirable, <laughs> like bloody hell, but
0: how? I think there comes a point where you work yourself too hard, like, I mean, you know, I don't know, I don't know him personally, but like just making your, being self-employed and working 10 plus hours every day without any breaks is not a good thing to do. I'm gonna just go ahead no, and put
1: on the record. No, right.
3: yeah. fully I fully agree I, with that. I could not it, pull off what he has
2: like if you're listening, my guy, like okay, you're you're listening to this. You're already relaxing, but just just take a week. Just relaxing, you know?
0: namaste. must. They yeah, take a relaxing.
1: <laughs> Available on the uh, on the Apple Store now. <laughs> I mean, has this poor guy ever taken a vacation? Like that's what I to always my think knowledge. About.
0: To my knowledge, no. I believe he's worked for the last seven years without stopping.
1: Like you can't even go on a weekend camping trip. That just sounds miserable. Like I love the game. I'm so glad he made it, but jesus I, yeah
0: I, I don't know um so uh like i said uh one one thing is that he is um he's so he's handed off stardew valley essentially to a team of people um doing sort of the programming stuff and like this like so for the new content update that was sort of that was directed by him and like his ideas and stuff but like physically made you know by by a group uh, this time so
3: And they still Uh, outdid themselves. I mean, they had a poll on Twitter for, like, what new fruit you wanted to see added to the game. And it was, like, bananas or mangoes or pineapples. And bananas won. But surprise, surprise, a new update added mangoes and pineapples as well.
0: Wow. Oh, Oh, that's really cool. And Taro and
3: Ginger. He outdoes himself always.
0: Wow.
2: Oh, my God, dude. Rest, please. They would have been happy with just bananas. (laughs)
0: Give them the bananas. Um, so, the uh, I do want to get into this because there was a whole thing going on here. Uh, so, the, so, just to qualify, the mobile versions... So, um, Chucklefish, the publishing company, published this game on all the platforms. And then they ported it to mobile. And it was published by a different group called The Secret Police. Uh, this is important because in 2019, he actually bought the publishing rights back from Chucklefish for every platform besides mobile. And the, uh, the Switch version went to a group called Sickhead Games. Um, so, essentially, he, he kind of removed himself from contact with Chucklefish because um, Chucklefish uh, came into the limelight last year because of a, a big controversy where um, uh, people were basically finding out that um, Chuck- one of Chucklefish's new games, Starbound, they didn't uh, pay the people who made it.
2: <laughs> oh, oh nice. boy. I mean... Y- You hear a A, lot of shite from this industry, but not, yeah, I mean, obviously we hear about crunch and everything, but, like, just straight up didn't pay, or? Yeah,
0: there was, um, so there was a, a group of people that were saying that, like, they were, they had been asked to work, like, hun, they were crunched, even, and had to work, like, hundred hour, man, uh, you know, hundred hour weeks, like, for, for months, and then were just literally not paid a cent at the end.
1: Jesus. (laughs) Okay, I mean, yeah, that's something else. Yeah. Um, how how does like a company think? Yes, we will get away with this.
0: They well, to my knowledge, they did get away with it because really, it, well, because like, how do you how you take these people to court? You don't have any money.
2: Yeah, and I guess like gaming unions are only just becoming, gaming unions don't even
0: exist. Like, it, there's no one to support people on this kind they're, of stuff.
2: There's like groups being set up right now. Um, I follow a few of them, but they're just not influential enough to really yeah. take any. It's any ridiculous. of these like big companies to court
0: um, so of course then Eric Barone uh, like I said he bought Stardew Valley back from Chucklefish and then worked very hard to distance himself from them um, He's he clarified in a blog post throughout the 4.5 years of development uh, he was the only person to work on Stardew Valley neither Chucklefish nor any contributors working with Chucklefish were involved in creating the game in any capacity so uh, yeah
2: not happy of them not either. happy
0: no Um, He did, yeah, and then he clarified that they helped with the creation of the multiplayer, but it was the only development-focused aspect they took on. And then, um, like I said, by the end of 2018, though, he was self-publishing everywhere, so he uh, is not uh, involved with Chucklefish any longer.
2: What if it's, like, good for him for just telling them to piss off, basically? Because so much of that happens in the industry that you could just largely
0: up with it. One um, thing I like, that- yeah, it, it reminds me on a very small scale of, like, um, Bungie. Uh, if you remember, they bought themselves back from Activision uh, because they were yeah. like, really displeased with how Activision was running the show.
2: In almost every capacity.
0: Yeah, just with everything they did. Um, so, uh, yeah, we're getting toasty in here. So, by just for record, by December 2017, they had sold 3.5 million copies. But by January 2020, they had sold 10 million copies. Uh, lot lots of momentum there after launch. Like you very rarely see a game do that well after, like in in the years after it launched like that. Um, was nominated for best indie game, but it didn't actually win many awards. Um, Critical reception was good, mostly eights and nines all around when it launched. Um, uh, interesting note, also Forbes uh, twenty seventeen had Eric Barone as one of their thirty under thirty to watch. Uh
2: I th- <laughs> the least he bloody deserves. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, absolutely. So
0: let's get into the game a little bit. So first, I do want to ask, like, for for Chelsea and and Kate, you know, tell me what is this game about to you? Like, if you had to pitch this to me, <sighs> see, um, that's
1: kind of hard to nail down for me. Yeah, because like I feel like it's not about anything other than just like pure joy, just like sitting down and having like a really cute time.
0: Okay, no, that's good. yeah, that that's so like, um the I think that so the from what I remember, I've played about seven hours of this game, and I think the the I mean the the regular stuff is like I'm running a farm, I'm going and meeting people in town. I'm uh, you know, just like upgrading my equipment and stuff and finding new things that I can farm, clearing out my land, and um just kind of like progressing relationship quests almost with with the people in town and kind of building relationships with them. Is that like about right?
3: Yeah, Um, that's true, though. There is also a bit of an overarching quest. Uh, Not that the game doesn't continue after it, but you are tasked with uh, collecting various items from around the valley in order to give to the aforementioned Junimos the Spirits of Farm and Forest to restore the Stardew Valley Community Center, which has fallen into disrepair. And um so that is sort of a plot you turn this but you you working with the junimos kind of turn this abandoned building into a um a, pl- a place for the town's people to interact and you also end up restoring a bunch of other functions like a you get an old bus running again you uh get a movie theater a quarry so it is it is it has got a town improvement element to it as well although interestingly you can also choose to side with the mega corporation joja core and buy out the town instead so there there are actually two valid paths of play though i've personally never done a joja playthrough
0: would you say that there is maybe a street kid and a corpo path
3: <sighs> i don't know because i haven't started <laughs> cyberpunk yet actually
0: would um okay I, I just looked up a picture of a junimo this is an apple with arms and legs
3: yeah they're adorable and i love them They're very cute
0: um i like i do like the dance they're doing um they're so, so adorable yeah so um what uh so i i like i said i've played a l- a little bit of this game um i've uh i played like an hour maybe on my own and i was not vibing with it and then my um my friend great wow grace is actually calling me right now i was literally about to say her name whoa this is spooky i'm spooked y'all
2: mm. oh that um, was loud in the headphones
0: that was yeah that was a good <laughs> microphone um <laughs> Yeah, so um yeah, my friend Grace is very into Stardew Valley also. And so um she asked if I wanted to do a little uh, like a co-op farm and I was like sure, I'll give it another shot. And um I did have fun doing that for about, you know, 6 hours or so and then I was like, okay, like I've I I I planted one tree. Am I good? You know? Like um <laughs> I don't think I understand this game um i think i possibly could have approached it with the wrong expectations i was wanting it to be a relaxing time but instead i spent a lot of time being very stressed out about the farm um like not understanding like what i needed to be doing and like why my plants were dying and such um yeah what what would you do to like set someone's expectations correctly for this
3: Um, I would say, I mean, it's not for everyone, because not a single game in this world is for everyone, but I would say that it's a farming simulation with time and resource management elements. I mean, you do have Mm -hmm. a timed day cycle, Uh, you fall asleep where you're standing at 2am, most crops and animals and stuff operate on a cycle where they produce every X amount of days, the game has a season system, so I would say relaxing farming simulator doesn't cover it because you have this element of management
0: sure and i I see people all the time online who are like yeah factorio is relaxing for me and i think people like that probably are not not the kind of people i am (laughs) um
3: well i'm I'm gonna say i don't personally find stardew valley relaxing more so i would say i find it fulfilling so sure okay i'm gonna get a bit personal for a moment if you don't mind um in 2017 i was diagnosed with a general anxiety disorder and i contacted a friend who had gotten a similar diagnosis a few years ago and she immediately gifted me a copy of stardew valley on steam and i said i mean i love you to death babe like i love you friend but how is this gonna help and she said This is a game that when you feel like nothing in your life is under your control, this is a game where you can control things and create things and produce positive creative output and follow a routine. This is a game that can fulfill you when life feels like a crazy sea of chaos. And she's right. I mean, when I've... There's a reason my Stardew hours have gone up or went up so much in 2020 when everything around me is chaotic. Stardew is a place I can control. I can plant a parsnip and it will grow in four days. I can feed my cow and my cow produces milk and that doesn't change. It's stable. It's just, Stardew is a game where I can get some of the fulfilling stability that living with anxiety, I don't get out of real life. And that's why I mean, that's, Okay, that's absolutely
2: lovely to hear yeah um, thank you that, was that, gonna, that's great and i was gonna ask actually um because uh like having my own mental health problems in 2020 like towards the beginning conveniently right when animal crossing new horizons came out uh that was sort of my escape for a while but i found that that didn't really have a lot of staying power for me for some reason um i'm not sure what it was uh maybe it's because as soon as my sleep schedule went out of work then like you know if i play at night the shops are closed and all that and i didn't like time traveling um so yeah i've just more or less abandoned animal crossing now uh have either of you found that stardew valley has more staying power than other like similar games in the
1: genre i mean i 100 think it percent think it does because i was the same way i was very into animal crossing when it first came out and then i kind of burned out pretty quickly versus with stardew valley i've been able to play that for a lot longer and it's still interesting like there's i still like want to play it versus like every now and again i'll turn on animal crossing because i feel guilty that i like have abandoned my little island but but you don't get that with stardew valley because I, i think the way that they handle time makes it a lot have have a lot more longevity because you can just jump back into it whenever and then I like that time progresses, and you only have a certain amount of time to do stuff in a day. Like, I feel like I'm not just like running around doing nothing. It seems more purposeful.
0: Mm-hmm. That no, that that makes sense to me. I I, I get what you're saying. I I I know it's gonna sound like absolutely insane, but I that that is legitimately the same reason that I have um like 700 hours on Fallout 4, um, just managing settlements because like i've spent like maybe like 50 or 60 of those hours for like doing the story and like doing quests and stuff you know and then like the rest of it has really just been building these little these little cities and like making sure everyone's like fed and has water and then like you know finding materials building new structures for people building houses for people and just like making sure everyone's living their best life you know um and like managing the trade routes like okay if i send this much food this way um to this city then like this city needs to have food coming from this uh this farm over here because they're producing more than they need but they need more water you know etc cetera, etc cetera. um I, I don't know I, I feel like that that sounds does like sound similar it's hitting the same itch um yeah
3: because in stardew you for me you get to see the concrete results of what you do i mean yeah, pelican yeah. town becomes better from you moving in you see changes like my my current uh longest playthrough where i'm into like year 6 or 7 of the game uh, a character who lived in a trailer when i moved in now has this beautiful house that i built her and like she's happier when you talk to her her dialogue is happier her life is going better and like you can see what you did in these people's lives to make them better okay and yeah is no, it a bit uh, of a power uh, fantasy absolutely sure
0: <laughs> sure Love i to you see know what, it if...
2: I think that's probably why you guys said it has more longevity than Animal Crossing. Because one thing that burnt me out was just realizing how um, like little impact you really have on the villages. Mm-hmm. You can that's make fair. everything. You can make everything look nicer. You can become friends with some of them and get their portrait. But the dialogue was just so repetitive, no matter what. Um, it just didn't feel like I was having like much of an influence on their lives, so I can see how something went like Stardew Valley. Yeah. I don't know what you're
0: talking about. Gogo! go <laughs>
3: <laughs> Is the title of this episode just Nerov does accents?
0: <laughs> Should I can be. Do, I can, what, what accent you want me to do next?
3: Um, I
1: don't know. Uh, I want to get more Southern Robot. Yeah, actually. Alright. Yeah.
0: Now, uh, Chelsea, why don't you tell me more about, uh, <laughs> What are the real world pervasive themes that uh, that that uh, Barone was speaking about that you think made it into the game that have really struck a chord with you?
1: <laughs> well, I think the it's biggest really good. the biggest one is just community. I mean, which is like very wow. obvious in that community center that we were talking about earlier, where you you know collect everything and bring it to life. Because once you do that, like it is just a big spot for everyone to gather, and it's like you know no longer dusty; it's all beautiful. But just yeah, like you get to know people and the more that you talk to them, the more that they like you and you can get married and you really enmesh yourself in this place that like at the beginning of the game, you're a total stranger to. And I think that is like, you know, ever moved anywhere new where, you know, you had to kind of like find your sense of place and, or just, you know, settling into somewhere you've been for a while, but haven't really truly grown attached to. That's, that's the biggest takeaway for me was just community. Okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, Ree, I'll direct this one to you. Um, do you, uh, <laughs> What, why do you think this one's so popular with a hundred other games on Steam just like it? What, what makes it send out from the crowd?
2: Was that your attempt at a Cockney accent?
0: No, that was, that was a little Australian. Then.
2: Was it? Was it, that was like your Steve was Irwin.
0: it actually? <laughs> it was a little bit. I was moving towards it. It was my Steve Irwin. Thank you okay i got uh,
2: what you were going uh, uh, for <laughs> thank you i can't sorry i can't actually i was too busy on the accent i like, can actually process yeah, what sure. you yeah sure <laughs>
0: no problem uh, i'll try it again uh so why do you think this game is so popular when there are literally like a hundred other games on steam that are almost exactly like it like what, what is it that made this stand out from the crowd and kind of become the definitive like simulator where i'm just like you know making a making a farm or a community
2: See, speaking to friends who are absolutely addicted to it, I think it's largely because of the characters in it. Um, It's not just the fact that you're building up this farm. It's, you know, your interaction with the NPCs and the ones you get married to and stuff. I feel like it understands that, you know, um, as cheesy as it sounds like, in lifestyle simulators you need people in it you need to like have that sense of like interaction especially mm-hmm. during covid and stuff because people were like trying to get attached to their villages in animal crossing because of covid but i think everyone sort of realized at the same time that it was. why won't raymond love me back exactly <laughs> you know raymond just has the same dialogue that everyone else and I, I can't even remember what personality type he has but
0: i found a shoe on the beach go! <laughs>
2: <laughs> exactly, it's like you know, it it that gets a bit boring after a while, and you just realise that you are p- indeed playing a video game. Sure, sure. Um, but with Stardew Valley, I guess uh, even funny enough, even though it is pixel art, I guess. It does the illusion a bit better.
0: The key of, of Animal Crossing for me is to never speak to your villagers, which I did. I absolutely, never. Spoke to them. never. never just observe
2: from a distance. Observe
0: from a distance. Pretend you're in a zoo. It is. I, it is very much like Cyberpunk in that way. Because I mean, the, sec- <laughs> it is. the the second in Cyberpunk you try to talk to anybody, you remember it's a video game because they just say like, What well, time to roll on those mofo's, Chumba, go." You know? I'm tired. Oh god.
3: I-
2: I th- I just discovered the Badlands yesterday in Cyberpunk because like no missions had taken me there, so I was just
0: exploring. Oh, what? you my didn't own. do thought, Pan Am stuff there.
2: I haven't like got to her yet. I feel like I'm really far. What have in you been story. doing? <laughs> I don't know I, I just I haven't. Fa- I saw her once, but it wasn't in the Badlands anyway. Um, I found this new area, and I thought this looks really bloody interesting. I bet there's some cool shit to find here. Of course, there wasn't anything to find. That's is cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. There's never anything fun to find, so yeah, I thought like the Stardew there is a Valley. Lot of, the point is look
0: in cyberpunk, there's, there's stuff there, to find. There is a lot of cool stuff. There is no stuff for you to find, though. There is a lot of cool stuff that they will give you. <laughs> yeah, just go along sense. for the
2: ride. Just, just, just go the along with Stardew it. Valley. With Stardew Valley, I feel like it's very personal. You know, you have your own individual playthrough, which
3: might not necessarily be the same to someone else's.
0: Yeah. It's also now, this
3: weird, wild, wonderful world. Like, you say it's a farm, like, oh, you build a farm, but, like, by the end of the game, you are like, end of the community center plotline, you can be raising dinosaurs on your farm, you can be growing on, giant <laughs> mushrooms, you can be slaying lava bats in the depths of the mines. Like, Ooh. this is a weird, fantastic world where magic is 100% real.
0: Hmm. Wow. Um... <laughs> Okay, so... Uh, Look, I, I, I can talk that, I
3: about you... things I'm passionate about, and I so, I am you... unashamedly passionate about Stardew
0: Valley. No, that's great. Um, all right, so, so Chelsea, uh, could you tell me maybe, like, um, uh, could you tell me, like, a personal interaction you had with a character that stuck with you, maybe?
1: So I really... I can't, I'm trying to think of what his name is. I'm really bad at remembering names. So one of my favorites is Linus. So Linus is this, like, super sweet... Like old man and there's not like a specific Mm -hmm. instance of us interacting but just like his whole character to me is just he like is he lives in a tent at like the north part of the city and like is kind of aloof and doesn't really get along with everyone but he like just so wants to be loved and be a part of the community and it's just so wonderful interacting with him like he is just so adorable he's one of the standouts for me for sure Okay
0: uh Kate, how about you you have a favorite
3: I mean, I adore Elliot he's I relate to him because he's this struggling novelist and if you pursue his um friendship path, he ends up completing his novel and you get a scene where he does a reading of it in the Stardew Valley Library and like the entire community is there and he ends up, dedicating the novel to your player character and i i started sobbing and had to pause the game it was just like i could see how much i had changed this guy's life and then i married him and now he lives in my (laughs) house with me and we have two beautiful children
0: wow okay so um yeah uh, so tell me about the the new 1.5 update stuff i've i've heard people blowing up about it but I, i other than i guess the mangoes and bananas i don't know a lot about what's in it
3: So there's a whole new island you can visit that is not quite as large as the full Stardew Valley area itself, but is a fully realized map with multiple areas. So it's it's like, oh God, and and, and you guys are going to laugh at me, but this is Stardew Valley's blood and wine. (laughs) Yeah, this is Stardew Valley's blood and wine. Like, it is a whole new (laughs) area you can go to explore with new characters to meet and new things to do.
0: Is this in France also?
3: No, it's on a beautiful tropical island uh, called Ginger Island that is inhabited entirely by parrots and weird small children who think they are parrots.
0: Huh, that does sound good. <laughs> I like that the children the children think they're parrots?
3: Well, there's this there is this boy who's raised by parrots and he's like convinced that he is a parrot and like his friendship path is about like telling him that nobody you're not a parrot. <laughs>
0: That's, that sounds bad. I know bad. even less
2: about this game, having done a podcast about this. This is like the Death Stranding yeah, episode again. Where it is. I, thought, okay, I, I, know a, I know a
0: fair amount I have a cursory understanding. Game. Yeah, no. I didn't but know no um, I know and
3: sometimes. also, like, I would say it brings some changes to gameplay as well, because the island is actually filled with puzzles and riddles that you have to solve. Um, you can look up guides online. Some of them were written by me. <laughs> <laughs> but the point like it's not like you can absolutely build a whole second farm on the island and I very much have and did with like new tropical crops but there's also puzzles there's like riddles where you have to solve them and go to certain parts of the island on certain days so it feels a little different from the main base game so it just gives it you can add many more hours to your playtime, and still I mean I've been playing since it came out and I still haven't done all the new content. Like it's just a lot.
0: Yeah, totally. Um Chelsea, have you dipped back in since that update?
1: I have not. I I've been in the <gasps> middle of a I've been playing The Witcher 3 for the first time, so I've been a little distracted. Oh my god, how um, have Kate, I never met Kate you approved. before today? You're amazing. <laughs> I yeah, and I'm, I'm also reading we... the Witcher books at the same time, so like oh I just my god, I have a lot of god, we going have to on. be friends. <laughs> I love you. You're awesome. <laughs> thank you <laughs> i become oh, a little it's... obsessive when i really like something so Same. Um... <laughs> Same. We, we,
3: we've
2: literally we've literally found kate's long lost <laughs>
1: we're both into this long-haired is, like, men spooky. i mean
0: yeah i mean that's all you need um oh that's sweet It's always there they were not two like... ships passing in the night um <laughs>
2: Nice family reunion here. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Um, So I want to talk a little bit about the future for this. So obviously Stardew Valley will continue on. They said there will be other major updates coming in the future. Um, Concerned ape Eric Barone is um, working on two games currently on his own again. Um, So what he has decided to do is sort of hand Stardew Valley off to the team of people he hired while he works on the two new games. Um, Both of them will be set in the universe of Stardew Valley. He said that one of them is sort of related to Stardew Valley, and the other one is completely like left field from like you would have no, you would never expect like the genre of game it's going to be, but it is also they are also both like top down pixel art games. Um, He said he hopes to have them out by twenty (laughs) thirty. So yeah, best of luck. He's, again, one man working on, I guess, two games at the same time, so I guess 2030 no, I'm genuinely probably... wishing him luck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I i okay. am I'm, just... I'm
2: so mad, because I fought 2030, and I thought, oh, that's bloody ages away, why is he planning that far ahead? I realise it's just only nine years away.
0: Yep. Only nine years oh, away so... <laughs> what is still long.
2: Okay, time? no, but I meant, like, in, in my head, 2030 registers as, like, 20 years in the future.
0: Oh, sure, I, like, oh. I gotcha
2: oh okay it's it's not 2010 anymore
0: now when people talk oh, about like us having to like cut our, our carbon emissions by 2030 that's like that's in nine years okay everyone like please no okay
1: oh, god i remember they used to say oh, 2020 oh, all the time and i thought 2020 yeah. sounded like a made-up year uh so no i understand
0: soon it's gonna be 2077 in real life Oh Lord. And we're not oh, no. gonna be, and and then I'm not gonna be able to talk to anybody in the real world.
3: because <laughs> <laughs> well, they're all just gonna have like, one. Because they're all line just gonna be like, dialogue.
0: let's go for a ride, Chumba. <laughs> um Just posing dis- in the street. Despite what I've said here today, I actually really like both Animal Crossing and Cyberpunk. I think they're both great games. I, I just like dunking on things. Um, if you
3: were an Animal Crossing villager, what would your verbal tick be?
0: Um, mine. I think mine would have to be. Oh, listen. Listen to me. Listen.
2: That checks out. Wait, is that your? That's your verbal tip? <laughs> Just
0: saying. Listen. I, I oh don't know. Navi. I, I mean, if you've ever talked to me for <laughs> any extended <laughs> amount of time, I feel like I. I feel like I maybe intro most of my sentences with "listen to me" when nobody is like nobody else is talking. Obviously,
3: raise would be good
0: shout. Yeah, that's good. <laughs>
3: I, do I say that
2: a lot? Yeah, yeah, you do <laughs> you <laughs>
0: a lot. Do. <laughs> um, which is oh, why I've started I didn't, I didn't. saying it too. Like even like devoid of conversations with you, like I'll be like, "Oh, oh that's a good shout," and people are like, "What are you talking it's- about?" Fucking alien. what's even
2: worse is that with my friends like when we're out at the pub and they're like oh should we go to this pub uh instead of just saying that's a good shout we've evolved to saying oh that's a shout and a half you know
0: just like couldn't it's get like, more I'm... british could it
3: i <laughs> i'm gonna have to start saying that now i'm
2: gonna infect game lost with shout and a
3: half i would i would ask what i say a lot but i don't think i want to know the answer
0: I I don't know. Do you have a catchphrase? Uh, it I'm would clearly be
3: singing the entirety of "Toss a Coin to Your Witcher."
0: That might be it. Um, okay, I'll, so oh, let's.
3: I'll, I'll, sorry. I
2: have started saying "y'all" more because Kate. You're not even saying it right alone. though. Is the problem? You're if saying I "y'all." Say it. It would be Y'all. <laughs> it would be how, y'all. How do you
0: say... Y'all.
2: Y'all. How do, how do you say it?
0: Okay, say y'all. it again. Y'all.
2: Y'all. 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 Pretend Ugh,
0: there's a W oh, in there. <laughs> It sounds so bad, like, in a British accent.
3: Look, I can't help being British, alright?
0: <laughs> Just, like, switch to an American accent quickly for that one word John and Barrowman
3: developed a perfect American accent. Why
0: can't you? Wasn't he also raised in America for a while, though?
2: I... Okay. I-, I can't do an American accent. I can't. All Americans think I'm Australian, so I guess I can do that. I'll have to pretend to be Australian.
0: Oi! That was my Australian. Oi, mate!
2: <laughs> Good am mate. That's an easy put, one
0: to do. put a shrimp on that Barbie, won't ya?
3: <laughs> Once I took my Australian friend to an outback steakhouse, they did not have a good time.
0: <laughs> oh, oh man. <laughs> this dingo ate my baby. All right. <laughs> um. All right. Let's let's get out of here. So, one last thing: are are there enough ghosts? It sounds like there's a lot of spirits in this game. Are there enough? There's
3: only one ghost, actually. Oh, so. who's the ghost? Um, the ghost of your grandfather will sometimes show up to check on your farm and make sure you're doing well. Almost wholesome, I think. I get-
0: that's- it's almost too wholesome. Do we well, need more ghosts? there's only one.
3: So yes, you need more ghosts. There's only one ghost. That's not enough ghosts.
0: What would you do with your other ghosts?
3: Make them harvest my crops for me. <laughs> that Just sounds like one. short.
0: Okay. Chelsea, if you could introduce a ghost into this into this world, what would you have? I'd what want, would you be doing.
1: I'd want like a little ghost sidekick or series of ghost sidekicks that I could take with me into the mines to protect me because I'm horrible at going into the mines. I always die. Um, so that would be that would be helpful, I think.
0: Hmm.
1: Okay. All right. Oh, this, I
3: guess there's this... ghost enemies in the mines too. So I guess there are more ghosts.
1: Yeah, okay. but I uh, I don't know. They're not really like characters. They're just like little things to kill. They're just sure. machines. <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> All right, uh, let's uh, let's wrap that up. Um, so uh, we're on our last bit here. Uh, time for games. So uh, this shouldn't be too long. What I have here is a game called Indies vs Goliath, where I have some fun matchups of um, indie games versus AAA games that sold roughly the same amount and we're gonna try and figure out which one actually sold more copies you guys are going to tell me that uh oh some boy. of these might be okay. surprising for you um all right so let's start off strong uh fall guys versus cyberpunk
2: 2077 oh god i'm gonna go um, with fall guys because it was a playstation plus thingy oh, see, i was gonna say cyberpunk
3: yeah. for the opposite reason because it was available for, for fall guys was available yes for free these for are a little while. these are
0: sales this does not include the PlayStation Plus downloads that were free. Oh, yeah, including like, the I'm returns say people have gotten all on Cyberpunk. People... <laughs> this also this does factor in all the returns from Cyberpunk. Thank you for asking.
3: Oh, that's a good, okay.
0: that's a good shout. <laughs> that's a shot and a half. By
3: that. <laughs> that is the funniest thing I've heard
1: about in a long time.
2: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay, uh, I'm gonna go with Fall guys. Still, I feel like that had a lot of wide appeal and it had a bit of a head start, so.
0: Mhm hmm mm-hmm. Um, there's actually uh, cyberpunk coming in at three point f- or thirteen sorry thirteen point five million versus Fall Guys at eleven million. Closer oh, wow. than
3: I, I mean, thought. It did
2: Closer, yeah, it's yeah. pretty
0: close for a little game about beans jumping into the lava.
2: <laughs> well, they're not little beans, are they? Like eight foot beans. Are they, eight? Found out. Are they
0: canonically eight foot tall?
2: <laughs> yeah, and then they
3: have like those weird skeletons.
0: I saw this. The that was one of my least favorite me. pieces of gaming nudes in twenty
3: twenty. The horrible <laughs> bean really skeletons. Was.
0: Alright, how about this? Uh, Anthem versus No More Heroes.
3: I feel like my husband would literally divorce me if I didn't say No More Heroes, so I'm saying No More
0: Heroes. Even if it's incorrect? (laughs) Yes. Okay, this is supposed to be, this is not like what you wanted to happen. (laughs) This is like, alright, so this one's interesting. Anthem actually still sold 6 million copies. No More Heroes only hit about 500,000.
3: Wait. 500,000, it didn't
2: even yeah. break a million.
0: No, Ooh, didn't even break a million.
3: That
0: is no. not good. Not good, no. Tim, um, if
3: you're listening, it's a very good game still, and I like it.
0: Yeah, that doesn't, <laughs> that doesn't impact the quality of the game. I, I've played the first No More Heroes. It's pretty fun. Um, All right, how about this? Terraria versus Skyrim.
2: It's got to be Skyrim. Yeah, that's Sky, going
0: game. Wait, I must Everything. qualify. I must qualify. Uh, this only includes the original edition of Skyrim. This does not include the special edition.
1: Oh, I'm still going to say Skyrim. I'm still going to go Skyrim. Skyrim.
0: It is insanely close, but Terraria edges it out very closely. 30.3 million to 30 million. Uh, So Terraria actually sold a few more copies.
2: Oh, poor Todd. He's going to uninstall Terraria right now.
0: (laughs) Now, the reason I think uh, apparently more than half of those are mobile purchases, though, Mm. for Terraria. Oh, okay. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, Alright, how about this one? Hollow Knight versus The Last of Us Part 2.
2: Oh,
3: I want to say Last of Us Part 2. I actually want to say
1: Hollow yeah. Knight. That was
3: a big one. Un- I'd say Last uh, of Us Part 2. It swept the Game Awards. Like, I know a lot of people had to buy it.
0: Ah, but Hollow Knight actually sold about 2.9 million versus Last of Us Part at 2 at 2.8 million. Very oh, close. Yeah.
3: Good job, Hollow Knight.
0: Yeah. Oh, wow. Hollow Knight's also been out for three years, so.
3: Sure. Yeah, true. Um, I
2: forgot
0: that. And it's also a multi-platform. It's on everything, and Last of Us is only on PlayStation, so probably help make up for it. Uh how about I wanna oh let's do the big dogs, Are you guys ready? Tetris versus GTA five.
2: Oh my gosh. Bloody hell. I mean uh, it's gotta be Tetris, sure. Yeah. That's been out for donkeys ears to use the technical term. Tetris. What did you say yeah. the donkeys? What? Wait, oh is that not a saying over there? Yes donkey's it is. Ears. I've heard Sorry, donkeys
3: ears.
0: S- the donkey's ears?
1: Years! Donkey's years!
0: I've never heard like that, a Chelsea. Dog's is that age. familiar?
1: I have not heard that either. I have! But thank God Kate's here to
2: back me <laughs> up. Here we go. Yes. Donkey's the... years is a saying. What does uh-huh. that mean? It just means a long time. Like a dog. Do donkeys
0: age. live a long time?
2: Yes. Yeah. I've never, never questioned it, actually, but I suppose <laughs> they must do.
0: Okay, Um, well, uh, Tetris is of course the winner. 150 million to 135 million from GTA V. Those are the two best-selling games, uh, or sorry, those are the second and third best-selling games of all time after Minecraft. Um, So, how about this one? Among Us versus Wii Sports.
1: Wii Sports. I
2: mean, Wii Sports didn't even. I suppose to have a sale of Wii Sports, it had to include a sale of
3: the Wii. Yeah, because didn't Wii Sports Um... come with the console?
0: Wii Sports it came did, with, the, with the console for a few years, and after that, it uh, Wii Sports Resort came with it. So not not every Wii came with Wii Sports.
2: I'm still going to go with Wii Sports, because I, most people bought the Wii quite early on, and uh-huh. we got it.
0: Um, actually, Among Us, 100 million wow. sales from them as of a few weeks ago, and Wii Sports Christ. at 80, 83 million.
1: I'm go honestly Among surprised
3: Us! I love that game.
0: Yeah. Oh, I love, love the those team little behind beans. it yeah they're, they're so, so cute they're they're... they're they're cute um okay um how about uh rocket league versus overwatch
3: rocket league went free Ooh. recently is the thing
0: mm-hmm.
2: yeah and overwatch that's multi-platform as well rocket league i know it's multi-platform but like it's also a bigger game, also rocket so. league
0: did the ps plus thing so a lot of those are not sales
3: Overwatch.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna... yeah Overwatch.
1: Yes, Overwatch. I'm only saying Overwatch because yeah. that's what I've seen my husband play more. So yes, like, that's my sample size of one.
0: 100, 100% correct. Uh, yeah, Overwatch has sold about 50 million copies, and Rocket League has actually still sold about 40 million copies, even factoring all that stuff in.
1: That's impressive still. It is very yeah. impressive.
0: So um, this is
1: a very weird fact, but I have a good friend who does not really play video games at all, but one of her mm-hmm. favorite pastimes is to just like watch Rocket League like on the weekends. Okay. <laughs> She loves it. Wow. Like she her like her whole Twitter account is like about following like people who play with Rocket League. I find it very wow. fascinating. Is this someone I know? No. No, I okay. I work with her.
0: Okay. I'm interested. Um all right, how about this one? This will hurt your heart or will it? Um Undertale versus Final Fantasy 7 remake.
2: <laughs> um God. I'm going to go Undertale. Yeah. 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 It's
1: Undertale. Yeah. I agree.
0: Undertale has actually only sold just over a million copies. Final Fantasy VII Remake did 5 million this year. Yeah.
2: Really? I'm like but Undertale's been out for ages and is multi-platform and was just mm-hmm. a cultural bloody There I are also <laughs> a lot of
3: very completionist let's plays of Undertale out there, so I think like that's how I got like aware of the game. I didn't play it. I am terrible at that kind of combat. So I think yeah, a lot I, of people may yeah. have watched other people play Undertale. Yeah. Yeah, I I, well, I, I I only
0: got it Yeah, I only got into I, I did play it myself, but I only did that after I watched uh, the Game Grumps play it like five years ago. Um That and... is a
2: good point though, because I've never actually played it. I've
3: only watched that.
2: See <laughs> I think a lot of yeah. people
0: who are very excited about Undertale haven't played the game and are just really excited about like the culture that was built around it.
3: My friend um. yeah, oh. got, like, a group of uh, their friends to voice characters and pulled me in entirely to voice the Fabulous Robots. So that was how I became aware of Undertale.
0: Yeah, You got the
2: best character to, to voice.
0: Yeah, or, or, except for a Papyrus. <laughs>
2: it
1: is I, Papyrus!
2: What I love about early Undertale culture is that no one was really communicating as to like what voices everyone should have, but everyone just picked the same ones for Papyrus and Sans.
0: (laughs) Hey everybody, it's me Sans.
2: Even if, exactly, people went into it blind. (laughs) I I used to watch Dan and Phil play it, and they went into it completely blind, but gave Papyrus and Sans the same voice that
3: like everyone
2: who everyone
0: yes exactly everyone did it's and that, that's just the power of because fonts, he's baby. the great
3: papyrus and yeah. like that's oh who he is
0: <laughs> we're gonna clip that out um all right why because <laughs> it was terrible no no yeah, we'll, we're wonderful. gonna put that up actually i'm gonna i'm gonna take this opportunity to ask has anyone ever listened to like the little stinger i put at the end of the episode do people know that i do that <laughs>
3: No, oh, don't put my no, terrible no, no, papyrus no, no, sure. voice at the end. Of at the, the
0: at the end at the after the outro song of every episode, there I I do a little stinger of like one like particularly weird out of context line from the episode. <laughs> well, don't put
1: my bad yeah. papyrus voice there because oh, I'm now there. feeling very yeah. self conscious about it. Yeah, I feel like you've solidified that's what's going to be there now because you've.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't that bad. No, it was good.
1: No, I was... I know. I didn't, I know...
2: Uh, I needed this one episode because one of them was me saying something positive about gamers, which you took out of context. Yeah, no,
0: yeah, your your thing was gamers can be trusted, which is like a <laughs> half of the <laughs> sentence I clipped out. <laughs> oh, okay, we have one more, last one, which is a really exciting one for me. Um, uh, the Carmen Sandiego 1985 for PC versus Doom for PC.
1: Okay, I'm gonna vote Carmen San Diego because I. Do it, Rockefeller! Carmen San Diego.
0: How are you feeling?
2: Wait, what, what platform was this Dune one on? I had a Dune game growing up. Do-
0: Doom on PC, like the original Doom.
2: Oh, shit. No. Oh, Doom! I've always had Dune. Not <laughs> Dune. What? No. I, I had it on Mega CD back in the day. Although,
0: now the idea of shooting those big, big sandworms and watching them explode is interesting to me.
2: You couldn't even do it, like, because so you had to use like a Mega Drive controller, and you just go around the world of Doom, talking to people. It was pretty wild. That's a massively sidetracked.
0: Right. I'm going with Doom. You are gonna say Doom? What do you? You said Chelsea, you're going for Carmen Sandiego. Yep. Kate, what about you?
3: Gotta go, Carmen Sandiego. It's not right, but I gotta do it.
0: No, you are right. Carmen Sandiego oh, sold wow. four million copies. Doom only sold two million. on Its original iteration.
1: <laughs> Look, oh, wow. Carmen
3: Sandiego is so many people's childhoods.
1: Oh, it's mine. mine.
0: It's, I even had that game. Yeah, I remember it, it. That's
1: probably the first game I ever played, thinking back on it. And I played that a lot. I had lot. it. I wasn't allowed to play games,
3: and I had it because it apparently promoted critical thinking.
1: <laughs> Can't have that.
0: <laughs> Can't. Yeah. No. No. Um, but I, I was yeah, only I
3: allowed think... to own educational games, and that apparently qualified.
1: We had Department a lot of Nintendo educational go, not
3: games. Not
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think that qualifies because, like, you know, you got to find, you know, f- listen to the clues and figure out where they're going.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. not Does anyone remember Freddy Fish? Those were good times. We had a lot of those. Uh, do eduta- you guys have those edutainment games? And then fucking Putt-Putt travels through time. Fuck
3: Mario yeah. teaches typing was my jam.
0: Really? I never had that, but I do know about it. <laughs> oh, I um, love
3: Mario teaches typing. Uh, I'm just oh, realizing it's how
0: it is. It's a very good. You should hit the E, the e key now. Yes. yes.
3: <laughs> Hey, I I you... recently clocked in at almost 150 words per minute, and I, bl- I entirely credit Mark. Hey, that's really good.
0: Um, <laughs> oh, sorry, Re. Yes. Uh, I yeah, know I am occasionally
3: say. more than yeah. just Game Luster's butt monkey. I can't do things.
0: You say butt monkey.
3: Yes. You don't know what a butt monkey
2: is? I've never heard that. Me neither.
0: <laughs> okay, heard it's either. from.
3: Oh my god, do you- am I the- Okay, Butt Monkey is like a person- I'm pretty sure it comes from Buffy the Vampire Slayer, but it's like someone who's like the butt of everyone's jokes, and it's how I feel like I end up whenever I'm on the podcast. It's someone- it's like, um, the person who who everyone is always kind of making fun of, who's kind of there to be the goofy one. It's like Zoidberg.
0: I love Zoidberg,
3: though. But Zoidberg is everyone's favorite
2: character.
0: Yeah, he's everyone's favorite character. Yeah, but (laughs) I
3: feel like, you know- (laughs) <laughs> oh, Caitlin loves long haired men. Kate can't do accents. <laughs> da, da, da. I, I Kate, Kate has weird obsessions with villains. Like, I, I'm, a, I'm, I'm the Game Luster butt monkey.
2: Well, I might take that because I get bullied for being British, so. That's true. You know, we, could, we, could, we can share the role. That's
1: only because everyone's probably jealous, because being American is not great.
3: Yeah, like. At least, <laughs> <at> least <laughs> you have a secretly I mean, wants to be. there's nothing good about being obsessed yeah. with villains and knowing a weird amount of things about The Witcher,
1: and, you know. You can uh, yeah, now
0: I think I think, I think it could make you stronger, though. Um, yeah, and, Chel- and there's and Chel- nothing and Ch- good honestly, about that I was about
1: to say, you're kind of describing me, so I think all of those things yeah, are great. Yeah, I was great. about to
0: say, like, it sounds like Chelsea is kind of striving to be you right now.
1: Yeah. Well, in, don't in be her me,
0: work. it's
3: not a good
0: thing to be. There's nothing good about well, being British. Well, now you've British, made yourself I'd, a butt I'd, monkey. I'd... <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs>
2: Come on. Um, yeah, I'd rather be obsessed with witcher than be British, okay. <laughs>
0: What? This is just doesn't. I've I've totally lost track of this conversation. Um. What um. What was I saying?
3: States of being British and obsessed with Carol. If you
0: you are if you are both of those things, then God help you.
3: Honestly, that's Henry Cavill. You're describing Henry Cavill. (laughs) That's a good point.
0: That's a shout and a half right there.
2: Henry, I'm sorry. Um, let me buy you a pint next time you're, you're around Suffolk area.
0: Uh, I... Oh, did what you ever track? get an answer about farm ghosts?
2: What? Sorry? Oh, no. Let me check. Let me check. Oh, God damn it! He's probably doing his bloody uni work and isn't up for answering questions about ghosts on his farm.
0: <laughs> okay. Um. So, let's, uh, let's close out. Um, thank you uh, to to Todd Howard for making... Um, did he do something for this one? We said something about Skyrim, probably, right?
2: Yeah, there we go. We mentioned Skyrim. We, mentioned- we said he was going lo- to like- uninstall Terraria. Terraria.
0: Yeah, okay. Thank you to Todd Howard for uninstalling Terraria to make room for Stardew Valley <laughs> on your phone. <laughs> um... Yeah, so you can find us at uh, gameluster.com, uh, and uh, you can find us on YouTube at youtube.com slash gameluster, and we are on Twitter at GameBustersPod. Uh, give us a follow. I'm, I'm putting memes out now. Everyone go look at the memes.
3: <laughs> hey.
0: Um, yeah, so um, Kate, what are you up to right now? What do you want to plug?
3: I'm on Twitter at Daryl Taunts, where I am tweeting about my ongoing efforts to translate the Octopath Traveler tie-in novel and also the Game Luster Twitter will fairly soon, I believe, be holding a poll where you guys can decide what series I deep dive into and become incredibly obsessed with in 2021. So if you want to control my fate, vote on Twitter. <laughs>
2: <What>? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to put that up what? soon. It's going to be fun.
3: Well, yeah, I did Witcher it's... in 2020, so they're gonna, the pub- our public is going to vote on what series I deep dive into in 2021.
0: I love the idea of like a vote here to control my fate. <laughs>
3: yeah <laughs> so vote to control my fate and also
2: follow
0: okay. me okay uh re what are you doing right now
2: um so we recently put out a very wholesome uh feature all of us uh, game master on the uh games that got us through 2020 and hey stardew valley was on that list guess who wrote about it um, but there was other ones we have death stranding from nirav um, i went on about night in the woods and final fantasy 7 so yeah do check that it's out it's very also, awesome you, i liked it you, yeah it was really nice to write very cathartic um you can also find me on twitter at re underscore bevan, but that's just a mess of me complaining about being in britain and video games so yeah follow that if you if those are your niches
0: yeah. Uh Chelsea now Chelsea, tell me about all the content creation projects you're working on right uh, now.
1: I'm creating a lot of content in my job that I'm not gonna talk about because my privacy is important to me and I get a lot of weird cold emails through work. So really? <laughs> yeah, I do. I got another weird one yesterday. It's Ugh. I'm I'm too Googleable, so I have my social media pretty locked down. Uh, and I don't do any content creation because I just work for the government. So <laughs>
0: Uh, you're creating government content. Yeah,
1: I mean, in a way.
0: I also work for the government. What am I doing?
1: <laughs> and I really like my job, so I don't want to mess that up.
0: Okay, well, you can't find Chelsea anywhere. Yeah. Um, on the internet.
1: Look, there never was a Chelsea. I, d- I Chelsea.
0: dare you to look for her.
1: <laughs> I mean, you can <laughs> find me on Twitter ghost. pretty easily, but I make it <laughs> very Chelsea clear. The true farm ghost. <laughs> there we go.
0: Um, yeah, you, you can... If you... Close your eyes and you, you can you can feel the the spirit of a farm ghost. That's Chelsea.
2: <laughs> if you obey taxes, then Chelsea might contact you.
1: So no, you no, go. I won't. Do that. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: would never
0: she would never contact you for any reason.
3: That's pretty true. <laughs> Is she the one who arrested Yoshi for tax evasion? <laughs> <laughs>
0: god all right um yeah so you can find us um we also would appreciate some uh ratings on apple Podcasts or google Podcasts, wherever you get your stuff um that is super helpful for us um and helps us get a little more visibility on those stores so um say something nice about us please um and if you don't have anything nice to say then you can find us under the joe rogan podcast (laughs) (laughs) um yeah so uh let's see i guess that's good um yeah, uh last word oh oh i want to mention my steam challenge because i'll be doing that with game Luster. um i i had an idea for i i beat 50 games last year and I, I sort of did that thing again in in Seoul where it's like hey i did the thing that i was trying to do and then i i felt empty and hollow inside <laughs> um so i was like okay well i don't want to beat more games this year that didn't really like that that was fun but like uh so this year my idea was to clear out the mess a little bit so i have 65 games sitting in my steam library that i've never opened um i am going to be uh playing all of them this year slowly and i'm going to record a little bit of each one and kind of make a little compilation at the end of each month as like a little video diary of how i'm progressing on my steam backlog challenge and i will conquer them by the end of the year um all Honestly,
2: of those uh, good luck.
0: <laughs> well, I'm not going to beat all of them. I'm I'm playing them all for at least an hour and then deciding if they're worth playing or not. And then I won't be doing just... that.
3: I'll be playing more Stardew Valley and not recording it, but probably sharing a bunch of screenshots on Twitter <laughs> as my farm gets even more elaborate.
0: Oh. Okay. <laughs> that could be good. Yeah, yeah. so uh, look out at, at the end of January for my first uh, update on that. So far we've done Oblivion and uh Black Desert Online. Um Black Desert Online is a bad video game. All right. <laughs> so um, am i allowed
2: to gift you can i gift you some of the shit in my steam library that i'm never going to touch just to make the challenge go on even n- longer i
0: actually would like for you to not do that <laughs> if anything see
1: if we can make so this was was I, like have... 2030 yeah. <laughs> i'll be it.
0: done with my challenge in 2030 when the next stardew valley game comes <laughs> out
2: look i have got a perfectly good um pub based dating
3: sim in my steam library is it never pub encounter it is. Yeah, I love I got pub it a... encounter. Will you? Can we like record about it sometime? I love
2: that game. Uh, we should. I actually got it as a, like someone got it for me as a joke because I love
3: the pub, but I've never My husband bought it, it so... for me because one of the love interests looks like Nazunia.
2: Oh my god! Okay, you know what? Just because of that, I'm, I'm going to play it. I'll give it a go. <laughs> yes. On <Pub laughs> Encounter <laughs> Did what, I get what,
0: what, three? We... Did I get three clones of the same person to be on this podcast? <laughs> with me?
2: Of the okay, well, you know what <laughs> episode title sorted there. <laughs> um, yeah, next episode on PUBG. No, Encounter, no, the, no, sorted. please.
0: The episode title is obviously Coco Bandicoot SpongeBob. Please, <laughs> 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 what does
3: that have to do with Stardew Valley?
0: Okay, listen to me. The uh, I, I guess it's the end. So last word for the winner, which is me. I'm gonna um just say an idea that I had to take us out, which is a racing game called Stardew Rally. (laughs) All right, I don't think, I don't know if that's anything.
2: Y'all, y'all.